You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's Mackie and Judd from the TCL Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Is Jimmy leaving? Can Tibbs let him go? These are the days of our wolves. Tom Thibodeau wants him back on the court. He wants to coach him. He wants to uh, play this out over time. And once Jimmy Butler, if Jimmy Butler gets back on the floor here um, and Tom Thibodeau is in charge of making the final decision on a trade, then there's very likely not going to be a deal. But Glenn Taylor, the owner, has been more motivated to find a trade. And he's engaged himself on the ownership level with other teams, including the Miami Heat. So there's a somewhat of a battle of wills going on between Taylor and and Tom Thibodeau. And here's the latest. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN, who's been, like, he. I think he was actually on the court in a Wolves practice uniform today. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's where Woj was. Was right. Woj one of the ball boys? With, right like, by Jimmy. The sweat towels? Right by Butler. Yeah. So here's what Woj just tweeted like 10 minutes ago. A lot of Minnesota players left Wolves practice today, energized by Jimmy Butler's performance, mesmerized with him taking end-of-the-bench players in practice and running the table on the regulars, sources said. At the end of practice, he marched out like if a mic dropped. Uh, Butler delivered a tour de force, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. If you're just joining us, you're just getting in your car. Jimmy Hmm. Butler showed up at Wolves practice today for the first time since demanding a trade and basically... MF'd up and down the players, Scott Layden, Tom Thibodeau, and they apparently, according to Doogie, they ended practice, what, 36, 36 minutes, minutes, minutes early? Yeah. You bleeping need me. You can't win without me was the quote of the I day. I told Judd, Phil, last hour, I said, it's just like that scene in Scarface where, where Pacino's sitting at, the, he's sitting at the dinner table at the restaurant, and he gets up and he's drunk and he's, he's just like, you need people like me so you can point your bleeping fingers and say that's the bad guy that's when i saw that that's immediately what i thought of well okay here i don't know if, i don't know if you guys touched on the wiggins towns aspect of this but i'm most curious to know what the response was if 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 behind the scenes it's that contentious between butler and andrew wiggins and carl anthony towns i mean i can tell you i'm not a fighter but if that's me in that spot and i'm carl anthony towns or andrew wiggins I'm showing a spine. If that dude walks into practice and runs his mouth for an hour and basically, I mean, let's be honest, he showed up to cause ruckus. It's not a coincidence mm-hmm. that ESPN is going to be there today to interview yeah. him and they're going to air it later. Wolves on knew this was coming. For sure. But if I'm Carl Anthony, like it, it kind of makes me mad that we haven't heard about Carl Anthony Towns punching Jimmy Butler in the face yet. Like, <laughs> I, and I'm not a proponent of violence here, yeah. but I, I honestly, it makes me think a little less of those guys if they didn't stand up to Jimmy Butler in practice today. But I think that that's an, an indictment on Tibbs because I think if if you're Taj Gibson, and you really care about Tibbs and this team, you would do something. Like, you wouldn't just stand there. And and if if the players indeed just stood there, 
what that tells me is Tibbs has lost everybody. Well, I, I don't think, well, I mean, there's no debate over that, is there? No, I mean, but, is, is there any but, debate but over But you would stand up to him if you cared. But if you think it's funny that he's he's mm-hmm. telling Layden, you bleeping can't win without me, you need me. If he's doing that, that is, it's it's more not an indictment on Cat and Andrew. I think it's an indictment on the fact that these players don't give a damn at this point, and this and this is well, how things are going to go. Well, and I'm wondering too, per Woj's last tweet that Phil just read. Okay, he says Timberwolves players left practice today energized by Butler's performance. So is that, are they energized like as if to say, yeah, Jimmy's back, this is great? Or are they energized like, oh, bleep, oh, Jimmy, you think we can't win without you? We'll bleep you, now we're going to show you. I I took it to mean, first of all, it's not, it's definitely not all of the players being energized by Jimmy Butler, but I took it to mean the first thing that you said. I took it to mean that, there's probably some Luol Dengs, and there's some... I mean, Luol Dengs probably just happy to be able to walk at practice, right? <laughs> that, oh, like, my knee doesn't need and five more surgeries. Is, Jimmy, as far as I know, Jimmy and Luol have a really good relationship because Jimmy's always cited Luol Deng as being a, a big reason why he turned into the player that he has. Be careful there, though, because that, that tweet, it, it's really clear that this entire this entire stream of Woj tweets comes from the Butler camp. It's coming from Bernie Lee. Right. Yeah, so he so he's going to say it worked, it worked, it worked. Make sure you get across that that it worked. Yeah, the yeah. the, the agendas here are pretty obvious, right? It's Absolutely. it's Jimmy Butler showing up because the report came out yesterday or was it early this morning actually that Jimmy Butler showed up, met with Tom Thibodeau again, that he flew back to I think he was out of town or whatever, but he mm-hmm. but he he showed up at the facility and told Tom Thibodeau again, I don't want to play for you or this team. I'm still demanding a trade. And I think there was one report that said by Friday of this week. So he's he's clearly saying, I still want to be traded. I'll show up to practice, but I'm going to cause ruckus. I'm going to piss people off. I'm going to make you look like idiots. And then we're going to float all of this to the media and do a sit down with ESPN, which is going to air sometime tonight. All of which leads to my next question. Where the hell is Glenn Taylor? Yeah. And how can you yeah. allow this circus, which, and this is a franchise that specializes in circuses, right? Yeah. And this might be 30 years. the all-time circus. 30 years of this, Phil. Right. Basically. Do- Why have you not fired everybody Doogie? yet if you're Glenn Taylor? I-, I asked Doogie that question during the scoop segment, and his response to me is, Glenn is watching closely, and I said, I don't want him watching closely. Do something. What is he, like, what is it? Like, what are you observing at this point? What is he watching? And what are you observing at this point? If you're Glenn Taylor, this is an embarrassment. Your franchise, and by the way, nobody that runs your basketball ops at this point is doing anything rational themselves. This isn't, this isn't a contentious but well thought out play. The person that hmm. the person right now that has the most control of this situation without question is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is playing you constantly, and you look like idiots. There's okay. This is crazy, reckless speculation. But someone, I just saw you play a, the sound if a, you're going to say that. I mean, really, come on. This is. Uh, we should just do this when we come back. Reckless speculation. Someone has detailed more of what happened in oh, practice. Yeah. Oh yeah, come back with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, don't, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Do you know yeah. who this is though? I don't I'm not aware of who this person is, but so I, this I know is, what you're referring to. You play yes. the disclaimer. You're fine. Okay. So this is You're playing the disclaimer. You're fine. We've done it before. We'll do okay. it again. All right. Mackie and Judd from the TCL broadcast studios with Manny Hill. He ducked home. 
Mackie and Judd are back. Please, continue. On 1500 ESPN. All right, traffic is brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. 494 westbound, we have a crash in Richfield uh, between 24th Avenue South and Highway 77, adding about four minutes to your commute. And uh, also 35 East southbound, we have a we have that vehicle spun out uh, near uh, Randolph Avenue and Highway 5 near uh, West 7th Street in Lilydale. The vehicle is spun out, adding about uh, four minutes to your commute there. Join Better Business Bureau at the Torch Awards for Ethics. BBB's Torch Award embodies Better Business Bureau's mission of advancing trust in the marketplace. 14 businesses will be honored at U.S. Bank Stadium October 24th. Purchase tickets at bbb.org slash Minnesota. You know, we're always going to do what's best for the team. That's the that's the important thing for everyone to understand. And if that means he's here, then he'll be here. If it means he's not here, then he's not here. So just focus on what we have. The one thing about Jimmy is if he's here, you know, or he's somewhere else, once he gets there or he's here, he's going to give you everything he has. He's a, he's a competitor. And so... The big thing is to we have to focus on what we need to do to win. And so that's what we're doing. Reckless speculation! With no regard for human life! That's for damn sure. All right. <laughs> Mackie and Judd, Manny Hill, and we've done enough. We've done enough digging around to know that the guy who tweeted this practice report out. So, so Adrian Wojnarowski has been tweeting as if he's been at practice today. The Jimmy Butler showed up at Wolves practice for the first time and just lit the whole place on fire. Double birds, basically, for an hour and then and then peaced out. Um, someone plugged into NBA circles with the Twitter handle at MGrads, M-G-R-A-D-S who's followed by a bunch of NBA reporters. John Wall follows him. He's got several thousand followers. And he's he's somehow plugged in enough to have tweeted this thread. And again, this is... Reckless speculation! Eerily reckless speculation about what happened specifically in Wolves practice today. It's okay? glorious, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read through this. You guys feel free to chime in as you see fit, okay? Uh-huh. Here's the thread. He said, holy bleep. I just got the whole entire Wolves practice report. Holy bleep. Jimmy is a straight G. L-M-F-A-O. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Judd, you need us to translate the L-M-F-A-O for No, you. I got that one. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know it a couple of years ago and I learned it. Uh, Royce used to you think know what that it means LOL. to be a straight G. That's, a, that's basically a gangster, right? Like a yeah, like a hardcore like yeah, a hardcore yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. is okay. it gangster or gangsta though it's probably would leave the r off the end depends but, on your age yeah I'm a gangster guy you might be a gangsta guy yeah. Manny's <laughs> looking at us like you guys are so oh I ridiculous. love you both um, all right here's the next piece for all of uh, uh, first of all Jimmy Butler was only at practice for an hour and he was late. So he showed up late, and he was only there for an hour. Mm-hmm. He punked them to complete silence on some "say another word or I'll beat your ass" type stuff. Oh, so he's Debo. Sure, pretty much. Okay, he's Debo. That's referenced here. Yes, yes, yes. That is referenced. I have no idea what that means, but it's referenced. Yeah. And he was and he was serving, destroying in practice, and talking. What he really said to Scott Layden was, "Quote, y'all bleep bleepers need me. Y'all ain't winning bleep without me." All these bleepers are soft and won't win bleep. They all soft. Jimmy wants out of Minnesota bad. And uh, if you can't tell already, <laughs> the, this guy continues here. This is an inside account of Wolves practice today. 
Tibbs didn't say a word, not a single word. No one did. Jimmy walked in there and went off, and as soon as the practice was over, he was like, and it's deuces, peace out. Yep. Uh, How do you cause all this Twitter gold in one hour, Jimmy? How do you do that? It was like Debo walked in and the whole place got quiet. I swear I didn't even know that. I did not even know he tweeted that out. Uh, I do know when it came time for him to run with the third stringers, Jimmy said, I got Carl Ant, I got Cat, and all of it is getting shut down because he's soft. Mm. I'm gonna repeat that. Ooh. When 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 they lined up the scrimmage and Jimmy was put with the backups, the third stringers, he yells out to the entire team, I got cat, and all of it is getting shut down because he's soft. So he guarded Carl Anthony Towns in the scrimmage. And uh, let's see, he was yelling everything at the top of his lungs the whole time. Last thing, I did hear the Wolves players were in the locker room reading about practice on Twitter and are mad about it getting leaked as fast as it did. And that's all I'm relaying. <laughs> that's all I'm relaying for free today. That's Make sure good. you use my at in your stories. That's from at M grads. And again, reckless speculation, man. All right. I will ask a question. Debo. Okay. Phil, you know who I'm talking about, right? With I Debo. don't know. I have no really? idea what that I means. No Neither idea. of you have seen the movie Friday ever. No. That's an assignment for both of you. Watch okay. the movie what, Friday. Wait. Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, 1995. Friday? Yes. Okay. It's a cult classic. It's fantastic. All right, good. See, learn something. So, so, so this, this movie of Friday is Craig and Smokey. They're, you know, Craig just got fired from his job. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short. Debo is basically the neighborhood bully. So and he's he's played by uh by Tiny Lister who's this huge just hulking he's a huge guy he's got like a lazy eye and he's just and he just walks around and he just bullies everybody and the the way the movie plays out is you know and I can spoil it for you because it's just a funny movie and you need to watch it but basically Craig which is Ice Cube's character fights Debo at the end so it's it's kind of the classic sort of the underdog beats up the bully at the end type of story. So, but it's great. So, but it's a cult classic. So it's what fantastic. character would Andrew Wiggins be in this? Uh, <laughs> I, I would love to have seen Andrew Wiggins for an hour in that practice. <laughs> Do you have a spine at all? He's probably crying at home right now. Dude, if this... Okay, this goes back to what I brought up 20 minutes ago. If this played out the way that it's being described, and Jimmy Butler... is is there for an hour, basically just to light the practice gym on fire, not in a way that in some, you know, reverse psychological way helps the team and galvanizes the team. I mean, this is right. absolutely crap leadership by Jimmy Butler and he's not there to be a leader anymore. He's there to yeah, he's yeah. there to get traded to the Heat or yes. whatever, right? Yep. But if this played out the way that it appears to have played out according to multiple accounts and he's going directly at Carl Anthony Towns and saying, "I want Cat. I'm going to shut him down because he's soft." My first thought is Towns has to stand up to him in that moment, or I or I think a lot less of Carl Anthony Towns. Towns has to be Craig, sure, from Friday. Stand, stand up, stand up to Debo. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. but here's a here's a here's a second point in a question. Okay, some people I've seen some people on Twitter referring to like Steve Ashburner tweeted out from NBA.com. This is what every Kevin Garnett practice was like for 15 years in the NBA with Boston and with the Timberwolves. But I think there's a pretty clear difference between Kevin Garnett and the type of leader he was. And yeah, he would get he got in fights with teammates, but Kevin and it Garnett was never because KG wanted to leave. Correct. KG, I think there was yes, both are old school, both are grizzled and both will get on you if you're soft. 
But I think KG had this other layer to his leadership and personality that was about empowering teammates and and raising up young players. Jimmy Butler has none of that, we found out in the last year. None of it. He has no desire to to lead and empower young players. But there's a big difference, too, between going to a practice and being part of a team and challenging people to, to improve them and sitting there on Tuesday and telling the team, oh, I'll practice tomorrow and it's going to be ugly. He put on a gong show on purpose. Mm-hmm. KG was challenging. They knew it was coming. K- KG was challenging and embarrassing guys in in what was a spontaneous act of a frustration and to help improve them. This is a guy who told you on Tuesday, "If you, I will come and practice. If you're not going to trade me, and I am going to embarrass you all." Yeah. But but I am with you. If you're cat and you're out there and he says that. You got to do something. You can't just stand there and be and say, "Well, you told me you you were going to trade him, so trade him." You yeah. at some point you got to protect yourself. Because the thing of it is, you trade Jimmy Butler. This is Carl Anthony Towns' team now. It, it was it, the day that that Jim the the day that Jimmy Butler demanded to be traded. Yes. It became Carl Anthony Towns. Absolutely. Team. And now it is. That's where you have to look at Cat and say, "Come on, man, this is your team." And this is Jimmy now who said a month ago that he wants his, he wants out. Yep. And he doesn't, first of all, he wants out because he doesn't think very highly of you. He doesn't think very highly of Andrew Wiggins. And whether or not he's justified for feeling that way, what are you going now? What are you going to do? But the, do po- something. the power structure of this franchise is so messed up right now mm-hmm. that this is why you have to make moves right now. Yes. Tibbs has to be fired. Yes. Here, here's the other thing off that. So this is where I do I do empathize with Towns a little bit. And then what what is he? He just turned 23. He's, he's like, he will he's, be 23 next month. So he's 22. Yep. He's going to turn 23. Yep. And I know that he's he's making big boy money now. And he is this supremely talented player. And yeah, he's not 18 anymore. But he's still really young relative to Jimmy Butler and Tom Thibodeau and some of the other veterans on that roster. When you've got four or five established veterans on the team and the coach is not on Team Carl Anthony Towns, he's still inexplicably on Team Jimmy Butler, despite the fact that Butler has broken up with him about four times in the last month. Mm-hmm. It does make it harder to stand up and say, no, I'm planting a flag in the ground here. I don't care if my coach doesn't believe me, if Jeff Teague and if Taj Gibson aren't on Team Carl Anthony oh, Towns. Sure. That's got to be tough. If you had, If you had a different coach who empowered Towns rather than basically hung him out to dry every chance he gets in a roster that was less 2013 Bulls. I mean, Towns is looking around. I'm, I'm playing both sides <laughs> of the fence here. It does kind of piss me off that he's getting punked in his own. Like, dude, this is his team, and he's getting mm-hmm. punked on the practice court. But at the same time, it's probably hard for him to blossom in that way when you've got the 2013 <laughs> Bulls all over the, the damn block. And I'm sure what happened today was Jimmy walked in and he started – mother bleeping everybody and i'm sure towns and wiggins especially were probably looking at each other like what the bleep is this but here and then when jimmy started running with the threes with the third stringers yeah it probably was pretty easy for jimmy to to dominate in that scrimmage because cat and wiggins are looking at each other like what what, what, but is, here, what is happening? But, but, and Wiggins, is and Wiggins but sucks. Is, so. But, but right. this is bottom line. The most ridiculous thing is, and this is why this franchise right now is just a complete joke. Because nobody has control. We don't. How do we not have a release saying that Jimmy Butler has been suspended indefinitely? 
Because, because, because. But you Tom gutless. Thibodeau, it's Tom but you Thibodeau. Thibodeau is gutless, still on team But you gutless coward. You absolutely gutless coward. You want to act. You want to stand up the entire bleeping game and yell and scream and act like you're such a tough guy and a basketball guy and you're a sports guy. You're a gutless coward. If you don't suspend him, if you haven't done it by now, that is that speaks to your inability to lead. You shouldn't be in charge of. Uh, of my dog's basketball team. Your dog has a basketball team? It's pretty good, too. <laughs> she can shoot threes. Better than you? Unlike the Wolves. Oh, way better than me. But no, but I mean, th- th- our frustration here should be, I think, reserved for the franchise itself and the guy who who is masquerading as the supposed president of basketball operations. And being paid $8 million yeah. a year to do so. But Phil's right. Glenn Taylor, where are you? And Tibbs, you shouldn't have a job. It's embarrassing, and if nothing else, have a little bit of pride and suspend him. How do we not have a press release right now saying, you know what, he came to practice, it blew up, it didn't work, he suspended. We've told him to go home, we will call him when he's traded, but until then, we are no longer dealing with Jimmy Butler. You know, I I would sign up for this scenario that Chip Scoggins just tweeted out, Butler coming back tomorrow with the guys from Lifetime and show up to practice with that crew. (laughs) Did Chip just tweet that? Oh, I hope he writes that. That's great. I mean, if he brings the lifetime fitness pickup ball guys and beats the ones, all right. Oh, I'm every, everything we just said about the whole situation. I'm is, retweeting uh, that. That's great. Um, 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. You know, I, well, I guess a question would be, what what would you do right now if you were Glenn Taylor and you know that Jimmy Butler just showed up to practice for the first time and lit the whole place on fire and Tom Thibodeau According to reports, essentially just sat there and let it happen. Uh, he punked Carl Anthony Towns. Do you view it as tough love that this team needs, and it's just a weird scenario, or is it malpractice on the part of Tom Thibodeau and Glenn Taylor? Six five one six four six eight two five five. I actually see Jimmy Butler's side of things, despite all the things that we've said in the last half hour. I see clearly through Jimmy Butler's eyes, and I'd like I'd like to get into some of that when we come back here, too. Mackie and Judd with Manny Hill from the TCL Broadcast Studios. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Just hold your ass right there. On 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd now continue. Well, here we are again. Yes. On 1500 ESPN. Hey, welcome back. Mackie and Judd. The Wolves drama continues, and we actually found a clip. Jim, so there's going to be a Jimmy Butler sit-down interview on ESPN tonight. It sounds like SportsCenter at 10 o'clock is going to run the whole thing. I will be there front and center. Yeah. So we, we have a minute and a half clip from that interview we're going to play in just a second. But just a quick programming reminder. This weekend, we have Minnesota United pregame at 1230 on Saturday, which means the retirement playbook program with Dale Tondrick will be aired at 11 a.m. Saturday rather than its regular noontime slot here on 1500 ESPN. So listen to the retirement playbook for great advice and help with your retirement plan. The retirement playbook at a special time this weekend, 11 a.m. on Saturday. We're going to get to, we have full phone lines right now, and we want to hear your thoughts from a fan perspective. 651-646-8255 on, just to summarize, if you're just getting in your car. Jimmy Butler showed up at Wolves practice today, and according to multiple accounts, essentially lit the gym on fire. (laughs) And, 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 Bleep, bleeped everybody up and down from Scott Layden to Tom Thibodeau to Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins and and then did a sit-down interview with ESPN. Should we just play a clip of this here? Yeah. It's like a minute and a half. We haven't heard this yet. We're going to listen with, with you all when we uh, click play here. 
I'm just going to read a little bit of Adrian Wojnarowski's report on what happened there, that you were loud, emotional, passionate, we like to say, um, targeting Coach Tom Thibodeau, teammates like Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, that you told GM Scott Layton, quote, you effing need me. How would you describe what happened today? Uh, a lot of it's true. A lot of it is true. But you got to think, I haven't played basketball in, in, in so long, and okay. I'm so passionate, and I love the game, and I don't do it for any other reason except for to compete mm -hmm. and go up against the best to try to prove that I can hang. So all my emotion came out at one time. Was it the right way to do it? No. But I can't control that when I'm out there competing. Like, that's my love of the game. That's raw me. Me at my finest. Me at my purest. That's what you're going to get inside the lines. And I was going to say, is it not the right way for it to come out? Do you think it was the wrong thing to do? Or was no. it an okay thing to do? I, I think that I was honest. Was I brutally honest? Yes. But I, I think that that's the problem. Everybody's so scared to be honest with one another. If you didn't like the way that I handled myself in, in, in practice, one of the players come up to me. Somebody say something. Anybody. I'm not going to take it offense. It's not personal. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you, you're probably right. I would have said, I ain't hooped in I don't know how long. I mean, I'm passionate about it. I love the game and I love to win. And that's all I was out there doing was competing, playing hard, doing what I'm supposed to do on the basketball floor. So that's the, they just released that 90-second clip. So essentially he confirmed, yeah, all, this, all these practice accounts and reports are true. Right. This is what happened. Here's one quick thing. I, I totally understand, because we get frustrated, especially with Wiggins. I mean, the guy's a max player now, and he does nothing. He, does, he can't grab a rebound. He has one assist in the preseason. He's Andrew Wiggins is one of the, when you look at his contract now, he's one of the biggest busts and worst contracts in professional sports right now, if you just if you look at what the expectations were. so we like And he's been awful in the preseason yes, so far. He's yes. been brutally bad. And so we... I think we can all see a little bit through Jimmy Butler's eyes. Uh, yeah, I, there's there's some frustration there. But is do you have the credibility if you're Jimmy Butler to walk around and act and behave and lead, quote unquote, like you got five championship rings when you've never played a game in June before? That's where I have a hard time with this. Like I totally understand his frustration. And I'm mad at Andrew Wiggins for being a terrible, disinterested basketball player too. Right. But you're not Michael Jordan. You're not LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or pick a player with a handful of rings and Magic Johnson. You're a really good player who I don't think has played a basketball game in June yet but he, in your career. But he's also lying there. He told them yesterday, if I practice w with you, this is what I'm going to do. This in no way, right. shape, or form this was, was not raw It emotion. was not spontaneous. It was, if you do this, I'm going to embarrass people. I'm going to embarrass as many people as I can because I know that Tibbs won't say bleep, and he didn't. So, yeah, if this is if this is KG back in the day and he's frustrated, go for it. That's fantastic. Love it. But when you tell these executives on Tuesday, if I don't get my way, I'm going to come in there and embarrass you, that's not raw emotion. It's not spontaneous. And in the clip that we played, he's absolutely lying through his teeth about why he did it. 651-646-8255. Let's, uh, let's start with Dan in Brooklyn Park. Go ahead, Dan. Hi, guys. Uh, at this point, there's not a heck of a lot to uh, add. Uh, Jimmy Butler and Tony Montana, bad. Everybody else, good. <laughs> uh, just one suggestion, and I think this will pass the belief test. 
Possibly a large amount of Taco Bell should be delivered to Glenn Taylor's offices at Target Center, and possibly he will grow some cojones and end this madness. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Dad. Let's keep rolling here. Your your thoughts, Wolves fans, on what's happening right now with Jimmy Butler lighting the practice court on fire. Steven in Plymouth. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good, man. What are your thoughts, Steven? <laughs> Uh, long time, hey, one listener and caller, love the show. Manny, like having you on there, liking the show so far with you. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, Thanks for listening. Anyway, uh, I have to agree with Judd on this one. Uh, the fact that they have not suspended this clown yet, it just, I, I think it's just unacceptable. This, there's no leadership. There's no, you know, no one standing up to this guy, letting this guy run amok in their franchise where it's already become already. If the best case, just try and trade what you can get for him, get him out of there and fire Tibbs. Coach does the team. I'll hang up. And listen to you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. Let's uh, let's keep rolling with, this, with some of this reaction here. Jeff in Texas. Yep. So I'm Glenn Taylor. I already have one successful successful basketball operation. So I get rid of Tibbs. I don't know who you bring over for the president or GM or whatever you call him, but bring Cheryl over there to run the coach, and maybe that's what Wiggins needs. Is a little. I'm not trying to be too big of a smartass, but like. Maybe they just need a different style than yelling, screaming guy, and she obviously can coach. And then on the on the Jimmy front, who, who's the worst team in the NBA? Trade him. Hey, we'll give you a second-round pick. Or we just need a second-round pick in 2028 for him and ship him off to Siberia if Siberia <laughs> had a professional basketball league. Jeff, I think they do. Jeff in, Jeff in Texas, thanks for the call. I would 100 out of 100 times rather have Cheryl Reeve as the coach of the Timberwolves than Tom Thibodeau right now. Oh, yeah. Without hesitation. Yeah. 100 times out of 100. I can't, when it comes to tips right now, I can't figure out, is he a worse executive or coach? Because they're both awful right now. Yeah. And as as uh, emailer, let's see, Dave just pointed out, totally agree with this. This proves Tom Thibodeau is a basketball sociopath and has no concept of human interaction off the floor. To think this would end in anything other than a bleep show shows his mind is broken. It, it, there's a human element. To there's a human element and a chemistry factor that Tom Thibodeau has clearly not accounted for from the minute you saw him. And, and this wasn't a secret. He did this in Chicago, too. But when you see him bellowing and screaming on the sidelines and you're thinking, OK, is maybe this is just because he's coaching a young Wolves team a couple years ago and he's going to yeah. pump the brakes. But then Jimmy Butler got here and no, he kept doing the same things. You're not connecting with people. Jimmy Butler, you're not been, connecting with people, and that matters. He has been the exact same coach with the Wolves for the last two seasons that he was in Chicago for five seasons there, from 2010 to 2015. He's the exact same coach. Yeah, He's done everything that I anticipated that he would do. Every, he's done everything that I feared that he would do when he was hired. I had my reservations on him. But I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. He took a year off. He went around, spent some time with a bunch of different teams. Maybe this is going to be a new, rejuvenated, refreshed Tom Thibodeau. Maybe he learned some things from Chicago. Yep. But he's done the exact same thing. He's played his, played his starters too many minutes. He's not. He hasn't really developed anybody. He doesn't really have a great relationship, you know, great relationship skills in terms of getting everybody together on the same page. It's been everything that I expected it to be with him. 
that I hoped it wouldn't be. But Tibbs, Tibbs, the coach here is is a fraction of the problem for sure. The huge problem because is it's that a bigger problem now because he has he's the he's a front right. office guy. He wasn't but, this in Chicago. But if he was coaching Jimmy and Jimmy said to and they they had a real GM, not not a puppet, and Jimmy said, "I want out." You'd go to Tom and say, Tom, unfortunately, your favorite player in the history of the world wants out, and we're going to have to accommodate him. But he is squatting on Butler here, and he won't do a thing about it, and he's getting pushed around, and he's made to look like a fool, not as a coach, but executive. And now these reports now that they turned down a first-round pick, protected, and Josh Richardson, and and some salary cap, whatever those pieces look like, I don't know if it was a Goran Dragic or whatever, that they turned that down, and that's what led to the Heat saying, all right, well, we'll take a timeout here. I just don't know. It, I don't know what else you're expecting to get in a package unless you think this, and this is where Tom Thibodeau and Scott Layden are completely out of their minds in terms of what's happening in that locker room right now. If you think it's like the Carmelo Anthony situation where, all right, Melo, we hear you. The right package is not on the table right now. We're going to take this as long as it needs to go up until the trade deadline. And hope that hope that a deadline in February spurns some competition for your services. But they could do that because Carmelo Anthony wasn't on the verge of throwing hands with three guys in that locker room, and that's what this feels like. It, it, oh, like it, that's it, next. I mean, it's, that's next. It is well. It's it's only next if Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins want to grow a spine. I said in hour one, if this guy comes back to practice again, he he will go after a player himself. Well, I would hope that it's the other way around. Well, to it be should totally be. It should you. be. But but step two in Jimmy's grand plan, if he's forced to be here, is to is to punch, and my guess is 22. My guess is he punches Andrew. But he's going to do that next. That's what's next in his plan, I'm sure. Sam and St. Paul, who would you punch? I'm not a uh, fighter myself, more of a lover. Okay. Um, who would you, who would you hug? <laughs> <laughs> I would hug Townsend Wiggins right now because they got to be incredibly disappointed. And I'm sure they're very upset, and I'm very interested to see how they're going to react for the rest of the season, um, being called soft and all. Um, but a couple points I wanted to make is that I think Manny made a good point about their age. I think they were waiting for an adult to step in. And the fact that uh, we're hearing that Tibbs didn't step in at all, I find very interesting. I think Towns and Wiggins will lose a lot of respect for the fact that um, Tibbs didn't defend them. Um, another point I just want to make that I thought was interesting that Doogie said that Glenn Taylor was deferring to Tom Thibodeau for these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe he just wants to let other GMs know in the future, like, hey, I'm not going to step in. I'll let you try to bail yourself out if things go wrong. You know, I'm a very hands-off type person, but clearly he needs to step in now. And that brings me to my next point. Um, I think it is time to get rid of Tibbs. I think you should maybe just keep Scott Layden as the GM, considering that he might just be taking orders from Tibbs, and Tibbs is the one that's self-destructing this. And I'm thinking that we hire Rick Pitino. All right. Whoa. Oh, you know, thanks, guys. Whoa. Sam, whoa. Rick Pitino? Hold on. Whoa. I, Wait, I, Rick Pitino or Richard Pitino? Whoa. I, I dropped him. I K-Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. Hey, don't forget. I love that. Nick Celtics. Yeah, 
30 years ago. One Rick Pitino, Pitino? Williams Arena, one at Target Center. I love how we snuck that little that little hot take right right at the end of that call. He's just he kind of crept crept his way toward that hot I take. I mean, I would pr- I would think about John Calipari, but I would not touch Rick Pitino with a 10-foot pole right now. <laughs> John Calip but John Calipari, I I there's and I that's mean, th- only because of the Towns connection. That's really only because of the relationship with Towns. Fisdale would have been the nice, the the, the, oh, the yeah. higher, but now oh, he's with David the David Fisdale, David Yeager. Yeah, those are yeah. two guys I wanted two years ago. Let's uh, let's run another one here. Ryan and Fargo. We're we're trying to figure this whole thing out. Uh, as am I. I just want to say great job by you three in this new time slot. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Thank Ryan. And um, this is this is just a mess. I mean, I'm a casual Wolves fan. And I don't trust Taylor. He can't even write the the mess he made with Garnett. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I want this done. I mean, if if you don't care about this team, sell it to Seattle. Give it to someone who cares. I, I really could care less at this point. And as far as I told Manny about the Friday reference, Wiggins is red. The guy that gets his chain ripped off. Yes. That's who Wiggins is. DJ Pooh, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ryan. My chain. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, thanks for the comment. How do you become a billionaire and have zero clue or interest in leading and building I've told a productive you. culture and environment? I've told you How before. How is it possible? His businesses, he's a good businessman. Is he? But when, did he, yes, luck, no, did he no. luck box his way into a billion dollars? No, he How didn't. How do you become no, a billionaire? No, I've talked to people. I've asked this question of people that know him. I said, I don't understand this. The guy's a billionaire. He's clearly had success. He bought the Star Tribune. The Star Tribune's been doing pretty damn well. So I said, how is it that this with this one thing, he can't do it? And basically the response that I've gotten is that he is a fan. And he's passionate about the basketball team where he sees the rest of his ventures as businesses. So he lets people run them and does a good job, but he can't divorce himself enough i don't know because it is incredible but he is i've been told by everybody he's a really good businessman but my god when you watch the wolves i get the frustration people are right but part of being a great businessman is hiring the right people and he, so so even if like forget about whether he's a fan or hands off or this like one of the key traits to being a great ceo but he does it with founder, the other companies is what i'm saying but he can't okay but if if he can't if, get it right with if his he one. had an inherent ability to hire the right people, he went to hired and I and again we were wrong on Tibbs. He went to hired Tibbs. He went to hire David Kahn. He went to hired Randy Whitman. I mean, he is an absolute Whoa. buffoon as an owner of a basketball team. Explain this to me. How do you own a team for as long as he did and have to go to the commissioner of your league to get David Kahn as your reference? Why do you need to hire a search firm to find Tibbs who you know? who has been out of work for a year, and at that point, people thought it would be a good hire. How do you sit down with Tibbs and not say to yourself, giving this guy control of the basketball operation is probably not smart? How many times would you have had to sit down that year? So let's say it's it's your hire to make. And you might have said, this guy can coach, but how long would you have had to sit down with Tibbs before you said to yourself, he might be able to coach, but he doesn't have the mentality to run a basketball operation. Me personally? Yes. It would have occurred to you within a half hour. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's I not know. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. None of this is that hard. Yeah. I need a cocktail. Don't go anywhere. Assume the position. More Mackie and Judd coming up next on 1500 ESPN. What is it you're trying?
nothing to say. Now, back to Mackie and Judd. What? On 1500 ESPN. All right, here's a quick look at your traffic. Northbound 100, we have a crash uh, near Edina between 50th Street and uh, Vernon Avenue. That's adding about nine minutes to your commute if you're in that area. Also, 94 westbound, uh, we have a crash between Huron and Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. That is uh, adding about, ooh, get this, 31 extra minutes to your commute. So if you're headed uh, westbound on 94, good luck, folks. Rachel Nichols wasn't randomly set to be in town today. The wheels on this were put in motion a couple days ago, a few days ago. I'm led to believe that the Wolves had an idea that if Jimmy came back this week, that he was going to go ape bleep in practice. Well, he didn't disappoint. Mm -hmm. They got what they should have expected. That was Doogie on this show last hour. You can go find it. Second segment of the 3 o'clock hour, hour one of Mackie and Judd. Yeah, Rachel Nichols wasn't on the jump today because she was scheduled to fly to Minneapolis because this was all set up. Yep. uh, Hours or days in advance, whatever it is, so that Jimmy could uh, take a fire extinguisher or maybe a flamethrower, I guess, to Wolves practice and then sit down with ESPN for an interview that will air at 10 o'clock tonight. So this clearly now, when he came back into town on Tuesday, the play was to go meet with Tibbs one more time, say, I want out. Tibbs saying, no, no, please don't go. I love you too much, Jimmy. And Butler saying, okay, Tom, I'll show up tomorrow, but it's going to be a circus. You asked for it. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right? But I mean, so so he cleared, <laughs> he he clearly articulated, I if you won't do this for me, I will show up, but I am prepared yeah. to make your, your life hell. And it speaks volumes, if the reports are true, that Tibbs did absolutely nothing. Man. Let's uh, it's been getting fan reaction here on the phone lines, and it's been it's been interesting hearing what you guys think. Let's go to Sam S in St. Paul. Hey, Sam. Uh, hey guys. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm I'm Team Jimmy. Um, but you know his reaction was uh, a little overdue at practice today. Um, the way he the way he plays, the way he has uh, passion. That's the way I want Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns to play. Um, I just I feel like they don't bring any energy uh, to games. Obviously, we've seen that in the preseason so far, and uh, I just I just don't know why they don't have a killer instinct or uh, just passion for the game like Jimmy has. Yeah, I, I so I think I don't think you can put those two guys in the same sentence, and it kind of it, it irritates me when people do. Because Carl Anthony Towns, albeit not a perfect finished product, neither is Jimmy Butler. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the best players in the NBA. He's one of the 20-ish best players in the NBA and one of the best offensive players in the league right now. Wiggins isn't anywhere near those things. Mm-hmm. And and Towns at least will show some level of emotion on the court and you can tell he cares and maybe he whines too much at officials and you know takes defensive possessions off and things like that. Wiggins doesn't even do... Wiggins doesn't even bitch at a ref. Yeah, no, it's 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 completely different as far as Towns has faults for sure. But you, I don't think you watch Towns and think, does he even care? With Andrew, you watch him consistently and think to yourself, 
He doesn't care yeah, that much. It's too. I. It's uh, that's where I, I, if I'm Jimmy Butler. Absolutely, I'm looking at Andrew but, Wiggins and I'm frustrated. But Carl Anthony Towns, I'm looking at this guy could maybe help my career for the next five years as one of the best big men in the NBA. But if Jimmy Butler is going to constructively improve the, those two players, or at least one of those two, that's fantastic. I love that. No today had to. today had nothing to do with them. One more call on this here, Mitchell and Savage. You get the last word for now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, man, um, just want to say how. Why why is this happening to the Wolves? And I feel bad for fellow Wolves fans because I don't know what we did to deserve this. But I have a scenario. Um, the previous caller said uh, ship Jimmy off to Siberia, which you could kind of argue is here, I guess. But or the NBA equivalent would be Sacramento. What if Jimmy? <laughs> we, we got a deal to Sacramento with Jimmy, and he purposely found a way to fail his physical so that the trade wouldn't go through despite Tibbs and and Layden. That's That was my scenario. I could see that happening with Jimmy. Um, I say just do the Miami trade, get Richardson a pick and waiters or something, and be done with it. Yeah, although it's a, it, I, I like the scenarios, Mitchell. The counter argument, so let's say Jimmy Butler had it in him to pull the old season-ending surgery the Kawhi card, thing. right? Yeah. Yep. The argument against that would be, okay, but at least Kawhi had one more year left in his contract to come back and play for somebody else. Right. Jimmy Butler becomes a free agent. If you sit out the whole year and then you hit free agency and you have this injury history leading up to that year, you're probably not going to get nearly as much money on the open market. I think it, it, See, it, I think he still will. If he's if he, he sits out though, his contract tolls, correct? Yes, it does. Okay. So so you somebody will you could, somebody will give him a max contract next next summer. If you were truly going to be a bad guy and the Wolves should be, I would suspend him, send him home and make him sit. But yeah. but but I think the logical thing to do would be to do what the caller said, which is go back. If you're Glenn Taylor, pick up the phone, call the Heat back, and say we'll make the trade. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't think that's going to happen. But that's what I would do too. I would take Josh Richardson and literally whatever else, just get, well, just get a good player. And term. to the previous caller that was saying, you know, Jimmy's plays with fire and he's got the passion, and Wiggins and Towns don't have it, and all the 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 thing of it is, is Jimmy needs to play with somebody who is an alpha like him because that seems to be the only time when he's ever really happy yeah so lebron james somebody like that yep and lebron's gonna wind up with clay thompson now according to some of the reports next (laughs) next offseason it's mackie and judd from the tcl broadcast studios the football hour, at least a partial one, because we're definitely going to get back into this Jimmy Butler stuff in the 5 o'clock hour. But Matthew Collar and Rich Gannon, what does this new Vikings rejuvenated uh, feeling lead to after this win against Philadelphia? We'll talk about it. Sit tight. The Mackie and Judd show will continue in a moment. Do I have your word on that, sir? Mackie and Judd. Absolutely. On 1500 ESPN.